That's probably, that's probably like the flyest ball in the whole album, to be honest with you. I don't know, fam. <laughs> I love that bar, though. <laughs> nah, but that Rock Marciano joint, man. Oh, yeah. That's, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, fuck. All right. Shit. Let's get started then. Megalay Show, album reviews, plural, because we'll continuously do these things. But yo, what up? I'm Mega. Hello, people. Yo, late checking in. And yo, it's uh, Cliff from Tokyo <laughs> Speaks Podcast. Word, Tokyo Speaks Podcast. Yo, Mega Late Show. Yeah, uh, we practice that. Right, it's all freestyle. It's all freestyle, but uh, Mega Late Show, uh, Tokyo Hip Hop Creative Culture. Uh, we're doing album review since we haven't done any uh, in studio recordings uh, due to the coronavirus. But uh, yeah, so what up? Uh, over the phone. Hi guys. What's up? Hi. Yeah. I mean, I guess we might as well just go ahead and get into it. Uh, we we spoke on the last recording, um, the RZA and Primo uh, battle breakdown that we did with uh, DJ Tag. That we would rec- uh, we would do some album reviews. So we decided to do this West Side Gun, Pray for Paris joint, and uh, we we plan on doing it like a week ago, but yeah, it took a little while longer. But here we are today to talk about the new album. How do you guys want to approach this? You guys yeah. want to just hmm. Um. Well, but before we get into that, I would like to know what did y'all uh, think about? What did y'all conclude um, with the RZA battle, RZA Primo battle? Yo, you're gonna go have to listen to that hour and forty minute podcast that we recorded about that shit. Oh man, yeah. An hour and forty minutes. I, I didn't even realize it was that long, Basically... but we. Oh, go ahead. I didn't realize it was that long, but we we broke down our opinion of every single track and various other things. And so, yeah, it, it ended up being like an hour and 40 minutes long. Okay. But basically, that shit was dope and good for the culture. Yeah, definitely. Long story short. I, I, I checked it out kind of late, um, but yeah, it was definitely dope. I mean, as opposed to the next weekend's battle, that got postponed because Teddy Riley was trying to do too much. Yeah, that was a mess. I really tried to tune in for it, but yeah. I did catch Babyface throwing a, a lot of shade in a really subtle way, and that was dope. But yeah, the the it was just unbearable Yo. to try to listen to Teddy Riley. Babyface <laughs> is the king of the subtle shade. All props to the king. Yeah, that shit was live. He he would say little shit like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I never heard this one." <laughs> I, I, oh, you did that? Oh, yeah. okay. I, I saw um I saw somebody talking about that on Instagram. Nigga was like, "Yeah, he he was doing like little subtle shade, like, oh, okay, yeah, I I've never done a remix. I don't do remixes." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He was saying shit like that, but I tuned out pretty quickly because the sound quality was bad. I don't know. I watched it for maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And then I was like, all right, I'll just have to catch this on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of concluded that it was a dope moment and it's dope to, you know, have two giants of the culture coming together like that. But the uh, production quality kind of is what it is. I mean, the whole situation is kind of set up due to the whole uh, situation everybody is in. But the production yeah. value could be a lot better, but yeah, everybody's watching the shit on their phone anyway. So, word, yeah. I mean, you just got to make do. We are in a pandemic times, so fucking like this. You know, this recording. Usually, we make an emphasis to be in the studio to record together, but recording over the phone, there's going to be some quality issues. You know what I mean? But word up. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really thinking about that now um with, with my podcast so I'm, I'm gonna get through may and then by the end of may if, if it doesn't like get better i might have to just yeah think about a different way to get the, the cast out yeah um 
I was thinking about maybe trying to do a recording a month. The the numbers of infected seem to be going down somewhat, but it's still way up in the air. Like if somebody has been self isolating, uh, f- you know, and not really going out, then I might be down to have a single person come through, and then the you know the co-host or whatever. But yeah, in the meantime, I'm not really stressing about it. There will be I'm I'm gonna start putting out some of the content on YouTube though, uh, is my plan. And, but yeah, so I mean, uh. Album reviews, it's something that Layden and I have been talking about for a long time. I really like to put it more into practice now. Uh, and I guess, you know, we were, we did an album review about the uh, Stove God Cooks joint with, uh, with you, Cliff, a couple weeks back. And that seemed to be pretty well yeah. received by our listeners. So today we're going to uh, talk about Westside Gun's newest release that came out what, April 17th, uh, Pray for Paris, which uh, is, is it his first release this year? Perhaps. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. The last one was Hitler Wears Armies, and that shit came out at the end of the year, right? December? Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhat hard to tell with these guys because there's just like a massive, so you know, amount of content that they put out. They basically put out like an album, like two albums every quarter at least. Yeah. And so, um, you know, in March, Conway release Lulu, which is a collaborative album with Alchemist, and uh, I almost missed that shit. But with Pray for Paris and with with uh, Westside Gun, and usual uh, per usual, I feel like his releases are more of events than uh, Benny or Conway's. When he puts out an album, it kind of feels like there's a little bit more media coverage on it, and it seems a little bit more like there's a a rollout for it you know he released the album uh the track listen for this but uh like two days before it came out and that was circulating around the internet whereas like you know and i came across it just randomly but with the conway shit and what usually with benny or their other projects uh, unless Westside gun is like a featured mc it seems like his albums just get a little bit more i don't know it's, it seems like more of an event when he drops an album to me no, you you have a, you have a point there because I'm thinking back to um, something he said. I, you know, I've been checking out some view, videos here and there when they come across my feed or whatever. But um, he somebody asked him a question about like how much you know with with all of them doing pretty well these days and you know being able to hold their own, so to speak. The guy asked uh, Gun, um, "How much do you have your hands on?" everybody else's projects and he was like you know he was like these days you know pretty much everybody can handle their own projects but he he said he's just like the guy at the very end just gonna say okay yeah we we could title title the song this or we can name the album this but i guess um before that or for most of the production and creation of the album he's not really pushing it or i'm saying like he's letting everybody do them yeah you know when it comes to like the the big releases it seems like he's always kind of the the you know the black voltron line he seems kind of like the rizza of of griselda and kind of the one that runs the show and i know that's basically his position but so much of the kind of griselda vibe and aesthetic and and what they put out uh has to do with a, a a lot of west side guns approach to you know, track selection, um, marketing for uh, their merchandise and things of that nature. And so when this came out, man, I was I was really excited. I saw the track list and I thought it was really dope. And then there was um, the interview that came out where he said that or he made a, a Instagram post that said he had caught um, the coronavirus and he yeah. recovered. And so that was pretty wild, too. Yeah, that was what, you know, going back to something you you said about with his project feeling more like an event, I, I believe that's, you know, uh, Pray for Paris was inspired by his trip to Paris um, that, you know, right. Virgil invited him out there to the show and, you know, featured, you know, a couple of his songs during the uh, show, whatever the fashion show. And he said from that, that inspired him to do this. But he, so he said half of the album was like inspired from that. And then he kind of, had some stuff already going and then he kind of like finished it up when he got back to the states or something like that word do you guys know the yeah. significance of the uh 
I'm sorry. I think I was talking over somebody. No, no. Yeah, uh, we both talked over each other, but go ahead. Do you guys know the significance of the album title? I don't. And uh, when, I, when I first saw it, honestly, I was just like, hey. <laughs> I was like, fuck Paris. I ain't praying for Paris. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not but, sure uh, what nah, the significance of it is. I think the title of the um, the last track, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. Um, the Jolibio? Uh, Le de Joliba? Is that it? I think that's like a famous uh, uh, like African restaurant uh, in Paris. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. This is like niggas in Paris, but what's I got? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, late. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Word. So yeah, you, you 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 can tell it got like some Euro. I'm I'm just looking at the titles right now. You can tell it got some like European inspired stuff, like French toast, Euro step, name of the song. So word. Anyway, it don't it don't have anything to do with the terrorist attacks, does it? I don't think so. Uh, um, yeah. There hasn't been a like a mass shooting or a bombing uh, or a, a, a bombing in Paris for a while, right? I, I mean, at least I haven't heard of one. Yeah, not in like a year or so. I, I was projecting to the idea of like him going over there and kind of, you know, kind of like him going over there to take over Paris. Like a lot of the themes of the album are uh, the same type of fashion uh industry uh company d name drops and things of that nature and i just kind of yeah. felt like maybe this was about him going over there and kind of taking care of and, and kind of you know stomping all over paris but it's all projection i have no idea and it's one of the things about the album like there's there's a cohesion in sound i suppose you could say but there kind of is with all the griselda projects just because their approach to picking production but there's not like a cohesive theme or actually any real like depth that comes through in the lyrics in terms of anything that really relates to the album. Uh, at least I didn't find anything. I mean, no, not yeah, relates yeah, to the album title. Yeah, I was going to say, um, usually I don't put a lot of weight in titles or whatever that come out of this camp anyway. Like you said, it seems like they just, you know, at the end, just go, all right, this is the name of this song, uh, yeah. the, the name of this project. I mean, the shits fly, you know? Like, uh, right. Hitler wears Hermes, that shit sounds tight, yeah. but at the end of the day, I don't think it really means anything, especially, you know, most of their songs don't even have hooks, so. Yeah, and um, to add add on to what you just said, Late, um, I guess because I've, you know, I've checked out quite a few of his videos recently, but even the track on this album, uh, Sean versus Flair, he said that he came up with that title when he was on a video call with DJ Primo. So he, yeah. like you said, he's not. There's no. It's no real meaning behind the, the the title. I guess there's something to be said about that because you know um, if you compare him to Conway and Benny, he's uh, of them. He's the one that his lyrics have the least depth. Like, usually Benny is being very vivid with his stories of slanging drugs and doing things of that nature. Conway will get personal, but he's also more closely aligned to Benny in terms of giving you linear ideas about what it was that, uh, that happened in his life or this kind of the, the type of the type of bars that might happen to a person that participates in that type of drug dealer lifestyle. But when it comes to West Side Gun, he's just a little bit more charismatic and a lot of it is just him saying some really fly kind of interesting lines that don't really have much depth at all and i think that with this album um the one of the, like it's good that he he's been able to like cultivate a following off of that but it gets a little bit formulaic uh and i think that really a lot of the features on this album help him out a lot in that regard to give a little bit more depth to some of the things that he's trying to do uh over these beats because if, if, like i like he's not really saying anything but he's saying a lot of like super like really fly type of lines about how expensive shit is or some clothing companies that i'm not familiar with and 
it's not to say that because there's like a lack of depth that it's not dope because I, I really like it. Uh, but but, you know, that's just kind of his lane at this point. Just more charismatic bars with with less depth. Yo, um, it was initially Westside's, you know, charisma and personality that drew me to him, especially his voice. And, mm. you know, like you were talking about his idiosyncrasies that uh, uh, were the first appeal or the first impression that I got off of, you know, any features that I heard him on. So out of the whole Griselda, he was the one that I would, you know, look to the most you know, whenever I saw his name or whenever they were putting something out. But if I'm gonna be 100 right here, I wasn't really feeling this project that much. Or I guess I should say, uh, the best parts of this album are not West Side Gun, I think would be the more appropriate thing to say. Yeah, um, just to add on to what you was saying, uh, Mega, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't totally discredit what you're saying. You do have a point. Like a lot of his stuff is like just on some fly shit, Versace or this brand, that brand, um, random like wrestling, uh, a culture mentions and stuff. Um, but like something he said recently made me, or just kind of like you know, just kind of like all right, m maybe he is. I thought, okay, maybe he is. He, he's giving you a, a, he's giving you a lot of that, but he sometimes he also gives you some realness. But you just have to kind of decode it. Um, like for example, I think I mentioned this earlier before we started. Um, Mega that that whole, that track that Sean vs. Flair when he's like, uh, you ever ate uh, burgers on a Wednesday? You ever had chicken on a Thursday? He said in an interview that that that's a reference to prison. So he said that was. That was like, uh, you know, basically anybody who's been in the feds know know that type of thing. That's that's what happens when they, that's how they eat. So I was just like, all right, well, you know, maybe he, sometimes he is talking about something, but it's like it's it's coded, you know, what I mean? with a lot of street language, lingo. You know, you had to you, like you had to live those experiences to kind of know to get it. I mean, I get that. I I, I mean, it, you know, there's there's a there's a lot going on in his lyrics that. Um, I, maybe lack of depth is is not the way to to really describe it for me. Maybe it's more or less that like it's just a formula that he's talking about, and there's nothing really more than that surface level approach to it. He talks about the same type of shit and just rephrases it in ways. It, like if you're talking about going to you know you you you're in a cafeteria line at prisons, like eating burgers on a Wednesday, okay. Like, I, like that's 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 a dope bar. I really, I mean, I I guess I don't even know it's a it's, it wouldn't be a bar, but it's it's a dope thing to say. And he says it in like one of the 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 flyest ways. But you know, a lot of people that go to prison are not getting burgers every Wednesday. You know what I mean? And there's just yeah, not yeah. there's not much to pull out of it other than projecting into the ideas like, oh, he's done some crime. He sold some coke. He likes some fashion brands, and I, he talks about a lot of high art shit made by white folks a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and that's and that's dope. But um, I think in a lot of ways, because that formula is there, people find his like different projects hit differently. Late saying that he didn't really care for this project that much, and I think that I like this project more. But I think where I agree with. I mean, I think where I agree with Lay is that like the features are usually what draws me to West Side Gun because almost all of his rhymes are indistinguishable from each other because he's not really doing anything else on the tracks other than the same type of approach to a, a rap. He does have different styles on this, but the features are what kind of when I saw the track listing come up, I was like, oh, rockin' Gibbs, that's dope. Oh, DJ Premier beat, that's dope camouflage monkeys back that's dope and so i was interested for those reasons and it's how west side gun can construct something uh while maintaining like his same color palette so to speak he he relies a lot on other people um to carry the album and i think he not only does he do it with features but he also does it with the skits 
to kind of bring cohesion to it yeah. or change things up. And it doesn't always work to, to me. Like, I can't name five tracks off of, like, any of his albums like that most of the time because it all kind of just blurs together for me at a point. But the fandom that he has is is nuts, you know? Like, people like it. Yeah, when y'all were talking I'm, I'm, I'm about you. tracks that you liked, um, I don't, I don't even know the track names. I'm just like, uh, yeah, that one towards the end of the album or that one with Freddie Gibbs or that one where he said this because it's, it's just kind of like... It almost doesn't mean anything. No, I, I'm I'm de I'm definitely with you guys. Everything everything you're saying are, are good points, and um, I feel the same way. To be honest with you, I I, I think I've just um, maybe kind of just given him a, a, a little bit of uh, credit for saying stuff, even if you don't understand it. <laughs> oh, word. Like, well, um, you know, he, I, he, I mean. He's, he seems to take offense. I've seen, I've seen like several posts on Instagram. He seems to take offense. Like, like it's like at the same. It's, it's like on one hand, he knows that he's not the most lyrical of the group, and, and he's fine with that. But on the other end, he feels like sometimes he doesn't get a, a, a enough credit, or or at least some credit for like, I guess dropping some jewels or spitting something dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, I mean some of my favorite artists. Yo, we good? I just hear like a. Yeah, my bad. Damn, oh, the messages is going crazy. I know where he's going. Messages. Yeah. Uh, but um, some of my favorite artists, you know, say shit that I don't pick up on, or yo, I can't tell you ninety percent of what Camp Lo was talking about, but that's like <laughs> one of my favorite groups. You know what I mean? Right. It's just um. I kind of feel weird now, not weird, but it's funny how when we did the Stove God Cooks, we were like, uh, you know, there are people doing what he's doing better than he did on that album. But now after this uh, West Side Gun, I'm kind of like, yo, that Stove God Cooks was kind of put together better than this album, <laughs> even though West Side might be doper than he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's like um not not to knock Westside as an artist because he's still dope, but it kind of feels like this project, and it might just be Westside. I haven't listened to a lot of his tapes recently, but compared to like Conway and Benny, like his joints just seem like a bunch of Lucy's assembled. Gotcha. I, you feel that like you feel that uh, let, let's 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 hold up though i mean we're general we're talking about like griselda in general right and our our thoughts on griselda in general you, you're saying that specifically about this album though late like this album feels like a bunch of lucy's put together or just yeah, his approach in general oh man see i got something different like my takeaway from this album is that this seems a little bit more cohesive uh than Hitler Wears Hermes or Supreme Blind Tell or um, Fly God is an Awesome God. I felt like this is this had a little bit more cohesion. And I also felt like he raps better on this album than he does on a lot of those other joints. He shows a few different looks and styles differently on quite a few of these tracks, whereas uh, previous albums, it's it's a similar flow over, you know, beats. This one, I thought it I, I feel like this is. This this is one of the better West Side Gun albums for me. I, I enjoy it more than quite a few of his other projects. And, and you know what? Um, I, I'm kind of I understand what you're saying because, like I said, West Side is dope, and I'm not saying that he fell off or anything, but this album either it's disjointed or like the experimentation is not it didn't work. Like like you were saying, he like kind of flipped some styles. He you know pitched down his voice on a track or two. He uh slows down. He slows down his flow a couple times. He like doesn't rhyme sometimes. Um, but I I feel like you know even though the the wrestling skits are appreciated, they're just kind of like I don't know. There's no 
arc or theme to the album hmm. so they just kind of feel there like it was a mixtape or something i think and the then, skits are um, the weakest part of the album yeah no doubt for sure and and also i think i might personally be a little off of west side gun just off of um finding out about the beef with the uh, makami and kind of like how he went about it as opposed to i don't know the other people in griselda handled it well i guess just conway um and the other side hami and uh the gasahim so i I'm, i may just have like a different kind of opinion on west side right now so okay. that may be tinting my opinion okay i mean that's fair enough at least at least you acknowledge it you know what i mean like that's the thing though like um, imagine if Ghostface and, and the whole Wu-Tang Clan. Because I think I think maybe Griselda is the closest as we ever come to seeing that type of Wu fanaticism uh, with a crew again with this certain style. Like Dipset was sure it was popular, but like Griselda has cultivated something that didn't just capture like the white college kids. It's got like the streets buzzing as well, too. But like imagine if every quarter you were getting a ghost face and inspected deck a method man album over and over again something about something about just the inundation being inundated with all of that kind of approach to their music and sound it's going to wear tiring on a lot of people and i feel that way about a lot of their work and to be honest i'm kind of surprised that they've been able to cultivate it but their fandom is is nuts the last uh conway joint i'm like okay conway over alchemist beats again like it's nothing really that stands out other than the fact it's like oh here's some more good rap shit the thing that i give griselda a little bit more credit for than the people who are offshoots that do the same thing is just uh, i i think that i conflate their popularity with their talent in a lot of ways and and for me i do like t we uh you know cliff we always talk about like oh this is dope this is dope and shit but i don't find a lot of their music making it into a steady rotation for me like once i hear an album for a couple weeks it's gone we were listening to this joint like two weeks ago two weeks later i had i had to come back to go listen to it because i just wasn't playing more than two songs off of the project again and a lot of those a lot of those tracks were for not west side gun like not you know west what i mean gun. Yeah, yeah it was not for west side gun i mean my favorite song in the album is a, is is euro step which is just him and i like the way he styles on that it's a different approach to his rhyme scheme and and just his regular speed pentameter or whatever you want to call it but yeah you know like the thing that makes this album stands out to me is like, man, there's a Tyler beat on this joint. There's Tyler and uh, Tyler and um, Joey Badass on it. There's Wale on it. And it's an interesting it, it's kind of it, it was refreshing for me to hear this album um, from West Side Gun because I kind of felt like I'm not excited for a Conway album. I'm not excited for a Benny album because it feels a lot the same. And this one kind of reinvigorated my appreciation for the camp. I like this album more than a lot of albums that have come out from them in the last year and a half. Yeah, I've, um, yeah, you know, after initially hearing, hearing it, the whole album, maybe once or twice in the very beginning, I find myself these days, uh, I guess a couple weeks later, just kind of like um, playing like, three or four tracks from the album. Like I'll, I'll skip around to usually um, the two joints with Benny and Conway, um, the one with uh, with Rock Marcy, and uh, what's the other cat? Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs. And then the one with uh, with, with Tyler. And so so I, I, think, I think those four tracks have probably been tracks that i played the most oh and then oh, also the sean flair joint the sean versus flair that beat is dope that's 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 one yeah. that that beat is so dope that that shit feels yeah. like some like 99 new york shit i really like that joint a lot. 
Yeah, so yeah, like I said, about four or five tracks that I listen to more than the other ones. I, I kind of want to reiterate, man, like uh, uh, most of these tracks sit well with me um, as being like three out of five or higher. There's there's not anything really on here that is a weak track for me. I like virtually all of the songs on here for the different things that they do. Again, like I, I acknowledge that the features really help him out in a lot of ways when it starts to get monot uh, like monotonous and the beat selection is so dope the the production on this shit is 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 great like derringer is at the top top of his form he brought back um west side gun brought back camouflage monk whoever conductor williams is i like that beat uh, alchemist has re two really dope beats on here uh I, I really i really do like a lot of this album but the skits like when he has like the bass heads like rapping or whatever i hate it yeah. <laughs> i i hate it the only skit that i like is the ghost face joint where he's like talking about his knuckle you know what i mean look at your look at your middle knuckle like your shit is small yeah. you know what i mean like everything else yeah. is just kind of it, it's it's window dressing that is just not appealing to me at all and i i wonder yeah, if people are going to get tired of that, that another thing that i'm not really feeling is um the um what word am i looking for the worship of opulence word it's like a bit too much like at the beginning with the the auction skit it's like dope but it's also like kind of whack at the same time like right. yeah somebody just spent uh 400 million was it 400 million on yeah. a piece of art or something but it's also yeah. like I don't know that dude. Fuck that dude. Why does he have 400 million to throw around? Right. Like, what the fuck is... Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, being aspirational is good, but it's kind of... Uh, like like you said, like, um, a lot of uh, praise of white art. Yo, which, and... Yeah. Don't, I also like a lot of white art, but going that far with it seems um like the wrong idea you you and i late we were critical i remember a conversation we had and i'm not sure if we were on the same page but i think we were being a little bit critical about jay-z's approach to that on magna carta it's like okay it's yeah, really definitely. dope that okay it's dope that you are so braggadocio with your accomplishments but at the end of the day what you're doing is like everything that you have to say about the black community is mad detrimental to it you know what i mean and then you exalt these like white artists uh this high art and this high fashion shit which is something that i used to like that ghostface did and raekwon did and he scratches that itch for me in a way but ghost and raekwon were also very pro-black and five percenters so there's a little bit missing uh, in that formula for me with west side gun that it becomes something that i feel like it's a bit voyeurism for me to listen to it it's something that i can't really identify with and i watch it and kind of just be like some of this is a little bit gross yeah, yeah no it, it's, it's almost as if like i i think he's i think he's for the most part genuine with like his love for wrestling and art in general but it's like sometimes i feel like or, or may, maybe with this uh, specific project it's like all right like yeah I, I left america for the first time you know virgil invited me to a show and, and now i'm learning about all this stuff in paris and I'm not gonna say he's. I mean, yeah, yeah you can guess. I guess you can say he's bragging, but he's kind of like trying to add that in the way he implements stuff like high art and you know wrestling and all that stuff. But sometimes, I, you know, maybe with this project more so, I feel like it's like, look at me. Like I went to Paris for the first time. I left America for the first time. I got introduced right. to all of these things that I I didn't know about before, and like here it is mixed right. in with my raps. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, and, and I, it should be said that, you know, Virgil's a black cat that's making, you know, art that is popular amongst the fashion scene. He also did the cover of the album. And, yeah, you, you know, I, I don't want to be too critical about his position, like West Side Gun's position on those type of things. I'm fine with that type of, you know, black joy that he gets from it. But 
it gets a little bit tiring to hear and I don't want to hold that against him and his art be too much in, in terms of rating the album, my opinion of it is art and, and the quality of it. But personally, for me, it does get it does get a little bit tiring to hear. And it's one of the main reasons that I don't listen to a lot of other rap artists, because I just don't really care to hear those themes over and over again. Um, mm. You know, it, it's it. That's all he does. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every single verse on this album is going to have. Uh, you know, references to selling drugs, being in prison or doing time or, or shooting somebody in the face or a bunch of lines about some shit that I don't know about. Like, what is a Goyard leash on an all red St. Bernard? I, I have no idea what that type of shit is. You know what I mean? Like a lot of that, a lot of that stuff is just over my head and I'm not interested in it. And I'm not like a hype beast that even knows. Like, I didn't even know what you know, Virgil was until like a few months back. I have no idea about that because I'm like dirty from the dump. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I got 14 year old t-shirts and shit like that, you know? So yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not aware of it, that, that world. And I don't give a fuck about fifth Avenue. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, let's, let's, um, you know, let's, let's talk about the songs that we, we did like let's talk about the songs we did like what are your top three songs on this project go ahead Lee. um uh number one would be the one with uh rock and freddie um five hundred dollar ounces dope super and... dope yo that's that's that joint has um what is that line by rock marciano let me see I'm trying to pull it up. The Mac 11 will hit your melanin, crack it. That line is crazy, yeah. right? Like hit your melanin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like black don't crack. Yeah. Hey, oh, he he's so dope. But I like that track mm. for the verses. Not so much for the beat. It's an alchemist beat, but it's kind of samey to me. It sounds like I heard. Maybe I've heard too much alchemist over these type of rappers recently. But okay, my bad, late. Oh, no, you're all good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure about two and three. I think um probably the one with, with uh Boldy James and then um the second track with the other Griselda cats, uh A Law Sent Me, where they're going back and forth. Oh yeah, like on some think, lock uh, shit. Yeah, I think that's uh West Side's best showing actually. So I actually, uh, I'm gonna fuck with that one. I do not fuck with like the first minute of that. I don't care for him singing on that joint at all. And I never want to hear him do that shit again. <laughs> but I do like the verses after it. I, I like my, like that's in the top five, like least favorite parts of this album for me. And the first four are probably the skits. Are probably skits. But yeah, I don't like that Allah sent me singing shit. What about you, uh, Cliff? Uh, same with late, uh, 500 ounces, probably my favorite. Uh, oh, oh, hold on real quick. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Well, let me go yeah, ahead. 500 and... ounces. Okay. 500 ounces. Uh, let's see. Two and three. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, you, you can throw any, any one of the, like you can throw the 327 with Tyler, you can throw the Allah sent me, and you can throw the George Bondo, the other joint with Kyrie and Benny. Like you can you can throw those all in there, but definitely for sure, uh, the Freddie Freddie Gibbs and Rock is probably my favorite. Word, that uh that Tyler verse is pretty dope. Uh, I'm surprised yeah 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 that he fit yeah, in yeah, so yeah. well over that beat, but you know he still got it. It's dope to hear him in contrast to West Side Gun, uh, but but that was dope. I, I like that track. For me, I think my top yeah, I five didn't like that uh, Tyler verse. Oh yeah, I don't know that glitter uh, on my neck matched the glitter on my fingernails line. I was like, oh, well that's sassy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was dope. Though. I can't fool. Uh, I've never really that was, um, that, that was him though. That's his, that's his, that's his, that's his, 
I didn't hear anything either of y'all said right there. <laughs> Both of y'all were talking over Go each ahead, other. Cliff. Hello? Hello, hello? Yeah, yeah. What, what did you say, Cliff? No, I just said I thought it was dope and it, this, it just fits his personality. Word. Late? No, I've re I never really fucked with uh, Tyler as a rapper, so that verse didn't do anything for me, really. Okay. Well, shit. Um, let me see. My top five uh, joints. Uh, undoubtedly, my favorite joint on this album is Eurostep, uh, produced by Conductor Williams. It's really short, like a minute 40, minute 50, maybe two minutes. Uh, it's got the faster tempo. A West Side Gun kind of uh, rhymes a little bit differently. Uh, on that and uh yeah that's that's one of my favorite favorite tracks from him in a long time and definitely my favorite joint on this album i also like 500 ounces um but sean versus flair uh i love that that primo beat and i think it, it's um it, i think of all the tracks that i would like to hear features over all the beats on this album that i'd like to hear features over it's probably that one and i probably would have liked to hear uh like a classic new york rapper over it somebody like freeway or some shit like that but i really like that beat and then probably my last track that i like quite a bit might have been george bondo but the thing that weighs down that song for me is the skit at the end with the bass heads i think they're bass heads the the cats that are like rapping go bomb 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 you know what i'm talking about hell mary nigga told you scary i don't like that shit at all uh first time i heard it, i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that shit it ruins the track for me in, in some ways like i can't just repeat it uh that that's that's pretty dope and i, I guess if maybe maybe three two seven with uh with tyler and joey on it i like that i like that joint it's a smooth yeah. camouflage monk beat some real boom bap shit i like to hear joey that just that combination of rappers was unexpected and i, I enjoyed it yeah. Oh, also, yeah, I like that he's branching out to, you know, uh, people outside of his usual suspects. Word. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Also, that the last joint on the album, I don't want to butcher the title of it, but the uh, the restaurant, the French restaurant, um, I don't know who produced that beat. It was somebody like Bohemia uh, Lynch, but they've got the this tap dancer on it, and that shit is really dope. I really enjoy that shit a lot. Do you guys? Yo, I, I gotta say, um, well, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm shitting on this album, but I did like it. But um, the last two features, I like didn't like at all. Like uh, Keisha Plum, her poetry. Oh my god, I don't like is, that shit at all. That is super bad. That might be the, my least favorite thing on it. On the album, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like her when she appears on any of her of their stuff, Whoa. and the tap dancing thing. And this might, you know, this might have been the point where I realized maybe I'm just hating a little bit. You hating on tap dancing, fam? It's like, like if somebody else had done it, I might have thought it was dope. Like, oh shit, that nigga said tap dancing, and then he had a tap dancer on it. But on this album, I was kind of like. Yeah, that seems like something West Side Gun would do. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. I don't know why I felt like that. But I like that I'll shit. Say, I, I'll be honest to say I didn't really care for that that last track, but you know, it is uh, what it is. I I do like that, but that cringy poetry, man. She, it's like he wrote that and was like, "Yo, say it like this." I need somebody with a sexy voice to say this shit, and it's just it's bad. I'm, I pulled up the lyrics, and mm. one of the lines is, if he got a felony, it's guaranteed to excite me. Gun, drug charges give me butterflies. Evil is Satan, but I see God in his eyes. Ugh, I don't ever want to hear you yeah. some poetry to me like that again. <laughs> I don't want to hear that ever in my whole life. And then, and then he named it Party with Pop Smoke. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the significance of that track, but rest in peace to Pop Smoke. I don't listen to Pop Smoke's music really either, though. So, word. Yeah, uh, and word. that beat was produced by Tyler too, which I like the beat, oh. but I just don't like Keisha Plum. 
What do you guys think? Could it, let, let's start getting ready to wrap it up, I suppose. What do you guys think would make this album better? Uh, honestly, and this might be counterintuitive, but maybe less features. Because hmm. I feel like he kind of let himself get outshined a good bit. I feel that. He has some heavy hitters on there, but he definitely... He definitely got outshined a few times. I thought he held his own. I like his rap styles, but anytime you got Rock Marciano and Freddie Gibbs on the track, you got to bring your A game. And I didn't feel like he did Word. anything new on that. For me, I would just like to be able to get something from a track. Like I, when I listen to this shit, I'm just like, oh, okay, like here's some raps. The raps are dope, you know? And isn't like I listen to Aesop Rock. And I get a lot of meaning from his tracks. Like a lot of them, you can follow a through line through what the concept is. And a lot of times it's clear with with West Side Gun. I'll, I'm just hearing a lot of rap. It's like, OK, um, tight. I would like him to focus a little bit more on telling something that's I don't even know. I, I can't I can't really put a finger on it, but. The, when I think about his his album and this album, the one thing that I don't get out of it, it, it is walking away with anything meaningful to think about or like to feel good about. My, my best shit is, have you ever ate burgers on a Wednesday? And that's because, and Late knows this, my two favorite foods are fucking pancakes and burgers. So if you talk to me about burgers and say it in a dope way like that, I'm going to fuck with it 100%. And that's about as much as I walked away with um, from the album in terms of depth. <laughs> he said that's about as much as I walked away. <laughs> I, I mean, shit, that, that Rock Marciano line, I was like, damn, man, Black does crack when you shot in the head by Rock Marciano with the Mac 11. Shit. Yeah, I didn't that's, pick up on that. That shit is uh, that shit is crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again. I, I, I caught it, but I don't think I caught it as deep as you did. Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe I'm projecting. Maybe it's an accident. But he does say, he does say, the Mac 11 will hit your melon and crack it. And it could just be hit your melon as in your head and crack your head. But it sounds like hit your melanin a little bit, like a double, like a double on like a double meaning there. So. What is that? What is that called? No, that's not a homophone. Okay, but yeah. What about you, Cliff? What, a, a double entendre, right? Yeah, double entendre. I think that's what that is. Uh, what, what about you, uh, uh, Cliff? Me, um, maybe. Uh, well, e e e well, I guess usually these artists they say they make many songs and they just pick the best ones <laughs> so maybe if you'd have left a few off like that one you said with keisha plum um the party with pop smoke joint and yeah I, yeah i don't know it's hard to say but yeah i just i guess maybe him trying to be keep trying to i guess be different and add random stuff in there artsy stuff or stuff that nobody knows about maybe if you to cut back on that just a little bit i don't know Word. yeah remove all the skits except for the ghost face joint and i'd feel a lot better about oh, it. the skit yeah. skits i can definitely agree with you that he, he could have left some of those out Word. yeah the wrestling joints are kind of i don't know between him and um action bronson i feel like we get it now like wrestling's tight word I, i'm i feel like they're gonna go the way of action bronson for me where it's like it gets to the point where it's like i don't need to hear it anymore you know i don't need to hear any more griselda because i've i've got everything from it you know like action mm -hmm. bronson it's like okay he's gonna talk about a weird food doing some shit a fat guy wouldn't be able to do in a place that he's traveled in the world and that formula only works for me only worked for me for so long before I was just like, okay, uh, I, I'm not excited anymore. So, but I, again, I, I gave this. Go ahead, Cliff. No, I was gonna say I'm I'm interested in seeing what uh what else Benny could give us. So you know, cause Benny is my favorite. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how he can grow or maybe try to uh 
you know, just his future projects because he only put out a few of them. So Benny has the most depth himself. out of everybody in Griselda, so I, I get that. Undoubtedly, yeah. Plugs Two is coming soon. I think yeah, it's coming in June. But I don't yeah. know. I gave this a, a uh, album a favorable rating. You said you got to take off, Cliff. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Me and later wrap it up. Okay. Cool. But thanks for uh, you know inviting me to the to this episode and uh, yeah, man. See y'all soon. Hopefully. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. All right, man. Wear those masks. Stay safe. Tokyo Speaks. Uh, yeah. Tune in. See I'll put later. the link in the bio. Dope. Appreciate, Appreciate it. You, so man. Speak. Yeah. Word. Peace. Peace. Yo, late. Yo. All right. Well, shit. Um, I, I don't, I don't have much more to say about it other than the fact that I guess I'm of the, I'm of the crowd that is maybe getting tired of the formula, but uh, that said, I find this to be one of my more enjoyable West Side Gun albums and more enjoyable uh, Griselda projects in the last several months. I did my little quantifying and see where I rated it, and it would be a low eight uh, for me. Uh, I like this album more than I did the Soap God Cooks joint, but, you know, the formula wears thin more and more. What do you give it? Word. Yeah, I think... Um I like it more, well, it's hard to say. It is better than The Stove God Cooks, but I think in retrospect, The Stove God Cooks was a bit more ambitious or his, um, and I guess he's more of a newer artist, so it's not really a flip on a style, but the, the, some the novelty kind to of risks that he took yeah worked better than what a uh, west side did um and i i don't know use and i guess it helps you know one rapper one producer helps a project feel more cohesive hmm. um so and i and i also feel lulu is a better project than this one so i'm gonna give it a two and a half hitler mustaches word up that's fair out of five Possible Hitler mustaches, or out of four Reichs, third Reich, <laughs> three Reichs. Yeah, now we we never want to get to the fourth Reich, so yeah, out of out of five potential mustaches, and they're already small, so word. take that as you will. Word up, word up. All right, well, shit. Um, that's all I really have to say about it. Yeah, no doubt, it's not bad, but, but um. I used to like West Side a lot more, and I'm not sure if it's this project or the outside stuff. Word. Well, shit. All right. Let's. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, catch us later. Peace. Yeah, guys. Peace.